Good evening and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Across the Tracks podcast. Here we are. We're in uh, February. Uh, yesterday was an exciting day in uh, in history because it was two 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 day, right? I think that was. Yeah, yeah. I had a uh, someone in uh, that I know had a child that was born yesterday. Yes, so, yes, yes. You know, instead of that, they'll say, "Well, when's your birthday?" Two twenty two twenty two. Yeah, yeah. That was that was exciting, man. So it was a lot lot of talk about that yesterday. And so we're here, we're back, and uh, another exciting episode tonight. I'm Wayne. And I'm Steve. Welcome back. Yeah. Back in the house. Back. Back on the block. Back on the block. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Back, yeah, I'm really back on the block because <laughs> to the listening, listening audience, the last time we um, broadcast, we were in Florida, and it just happened to be a rainstorm. That was going on uh, during that time, and you could literally hear that during the broadcast. This time, I'm back in Indy, and there's snow falling. <laughs> you wow. know, back in Florida, down there, this entire week is in the upper 80s. Uh, in Indianapolis, this week is going to be in the lower 20s. So, wow. thank God for having warm close back home and we'll be here for a little bit and we'll head back down to Florida and um, hang out there for a little bit and um, within the next day or so and um, yeah enjoy the warm weather before it starts getting too hot this is but true yeah, that's, that's where we are true. yep yep yeah we we got our little another round of snow uh, started last night so it's uh, still on the ground and it was uh, when I came in. I had to run a quick errand before we came on the air. It was three degrees outside, so <laughs> so nice and balmy, man. Three degrees, so <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's winter time in the Rockies, man. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Mister Mister uh, Nelson, what we got going on this evening? What, what, all right, my brother. Topics? We got a we got a few topics uh, that we want to uh, elaborate on this evening. Uh, we want to kick things off with a sports story. We want to talk about uh, Jawan Howard and what went on this past weekend during that Michigan-Wisconsin game. Then we want to segue to a couple of criminal justice issues, that being the sentence of Kim Potter and the three gentlemen involved in the killing of Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, the federal hate crimes that they were charged with. And then lastly, we want to wrap up uh, with some reflections of NBA All-Star Weekend that took place here uh, last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, wrapped okay, up with okay. the with the All-Star Game. So that's some can reflections I, I, on that. Yeah. Can I interject we, one one topic? Is what now? Can I interject one topic to absolutely thought of? I mean, absolutely. the whole world is the whole world is looking at this. How about Ukraine? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and how how about the reaction from Americans about what's going on yes. in Ukraine? Yes. Let's, you know, let's take a look at that. Well, let's let's yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's, let's start let's, with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I w- I was talking to my wife this morning, man. I, I don't know about you, but I just feel there's a dark cloud hanging over the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's like here we are. Um, another sovereign nation is on the brink of being invaded. And if that happens and, and folks are saying the Intel folks and everybody else is saying it's imminent that Putin is going to invade this, this sovereign nation whom he feels still belongs to the Russian regime. But it's just a matter of time, folks believe, before he crosses that border full force and invades this country. And once that happens, what it is going to throw the world into, especially Europe. And the fallout from that is going to be felt here, man. And it's it's just like there's a freaking cloud hanging over the whole world because some people here in our country, and you've probably heard the comments, and I'm sure that's what you're going to talk about. It's like, well, what are we worried about Ukraine for? I mean, and then we got idiots here in our country saying Putin's a genius for doing this. And I mean, it's just like, what is wrong with these people, man? Um, I, I just don't get it, man. You, you feel you feel burdened down. You feel 
I don't know, man. It's just like, golly, what what are we doing? Yeah. So it, it it I think it's gonna happen. I, I he's posturing whatnot, but I think he is gonna cross the border. He's already sent some folks in already. So, but when that happens, the world is going to be thrown in turmoil, and a lot of that turmoil is headed toward our shores as well. Your thoughts? Yeah, uh, it's a shame that we have um, individuals that feel that their rights or country's will is um, being taken advantage of. At least that's the excuse that they're using. And Vladimir Putin, of course, we're talking about the Russian president who in which um, he has no opposition because he is a dictator. Yep. And what dictators do is they control the media. They control all opposition. There's nobody that will um, uh, try to uh, overthrow him because he is a paranoid little chump, which I should say. Um, And he has complete power. And therefore... You know, he's he's fuming over the fact that the Soviet Union was broken up in the early 90s and all the former Soviet territories have now claimed their independence. And he's such a paranoid individual. And most dictators are. They're always looking over their shoulder because they know what they're doing is wrong and there's always opposition to what they do. So in order to uh, have complete power, you eliminate your opposition. Anyone that has tried to run against him, for some reason, they've come up poisoned or imprisoned. Yep. And um, he has killed off most of his his um, opponents. And so he feels that because of NATO is 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 has grown some in the past uh, three decades that he wants to use Ukraine as an excuse to um, gain more territory. And so in 20, 2014, he went in, the little green men went in to Crimea, Crimea and took it over. And we, the United States, didn't do anything about it. And that was that was uh, Barack Obama uh, didn't really press the issue because number one, you know, of course, he didn't have a Congress that was uh, right. that would do anything for him because they were just in opposition to everything that he did. So Putin was allowed to go in and uh, take over Crimea, and there is an eastern part of. Uh, Ukraine, in which um, Soviet Russian-speaking people are there, and he claims that those people are there. It's sort of like what Hitler did with the Sudetenland back in 1938-1939. You know, the western part of Czechoslovakia, there's a million Germans living there, and we need to unite those Germans because they're German-speaking people. They are our countrymen, and they're only there because when they at the end of World War uh, I, the Treaty of Paris, uh, Treaty of Versailles, I should say. Right, Treaty of Versailles, yep. Divided those territories up, you know, to the victors go to spoil. Right. And so he used that as an excuse. Putin is playing the same, play, using the same playbook in order to get done what he needs to get done. Okay. However, you know, uh, President Biden has basically been ahead of him in everything, saying, you know, our intelligence is saying that this is what he's going to do, this is what he is expected to do, and be be ready for these excuses for him to go in and take Ukraine. And so he's following that playbook, and I would say this, that, that Biden has been on top of everything, and he's come out and said, this is what they're going to do. And Putin didn't know how to deal with that because we knew what he was planning. 
And so at this point right now, he's sent the little green men and he, he's used the excuse that uh, we're going to send in peacekeeping forces because the the people, the Russian speaking people in eastern Ukraine uh, need need their help, need to settle the peace. So that's the excuse that he's that he uh, that he's going to give. Now, from that point, is he going to invade the rest of Ukraine? Um, from my understanding, the Ukrainians have been independent and free from Soviet influence for 30 years. They they're in their second generation of being a democracy, and with democracy, there's growing pains. Right. So therefore, we feel that, at least I feel that, they're going to put up a fight. Okay, uh, they're going to be out, outmanned, outgunned in every possible way, and it's going to be we're going to fight to the end, or we're going to be able to kind of sustain, and the rest of the world can possibly. Uh, have some influence on what's what's happening in our country. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's a precarious situation because, and I think we hit a bit on this during the last broadcast. Putin is upset because Ukraine has expressed interest in joining NATO. Right. And he does not want that. So that that's the primary reason why he's he wants to you know what I th- I think he's going to invade uh, another sovereign nation is they have expressed interest in joining NATO. The precariousness of this is if he does invade Ukraine, the fact that they aren't a member of NATO, but you've got a lot of NATO members around them. What happens? Yep. Because. Uh, I think it's um, what is it um, Amendment Five or Article what is five. it of the NATO Charter? Yep, uh, which says if you attack one of us, you attack all of us. But Ukraine is not a member of NATO, so what is that going to do to the rest of Eastern Europe if, in fact, he does invade Ukraine? Um, it's precarious, man. Yeah. It yeah. is it is precarious situation because it, it is going if he does, it is going to throw Eastern Europe into turmoil. And, you know, a lot of people here in this country, they, they're just like, hey, who cares, man? Who who cares if he invades Ukraine? Well, you should care. Right. You should care because it's it's going to hit you in a lot of ways that you're already complaining about now, and it's only going to get worse if, in fact, he does invade that country. So the world is watching and waiting, and um, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that he is going to cross that border and uh, invade these folks. So yeah. we'll see. You know, the, the thing that, piggybacking off what you, you, what you just talked about, is the fact that they say that who cares? Well, wait a minute. Let's go back to 1981. Who became president of the United States in 1981? Can you re- recall? 1981. That was Ronald Reagan, I believe. Ronald Reagan. And yes. when Ronald Reagan came to office, what did he think about the Soviet Union? They were what he did. Did he didn't he call them one of the evil empires? He called them the like. evil empire. <laughs> and every Republican across the globe, inside out jumped on the bandwagon and said, they are the evil empire. Yep. And he went, you know, I cannot deal with this Soviet group. And we let's go in there and let's kick their ass. Ronald Reagan's brought back, you know, American democracy, American courage and, yep. and strength. And yep. we're going to protect Europe. We're going to protect Europe. Uh, Ronald Reagan is right now probably rolling over in his grave because you got these people I'm just gonna say it these Republicans just say it man just talking think. heads <laughs> like Tucker Carlson saying why is it disloyal to side with Russia and loyal to side with Ukraine? That doesn't make any sense. Nope. 
Nope. What an asshole. But you got, you know, it makes you wonder about these people, man, who always tout themselves as patriots, right? Exactly. They're always waving that flag. We're patriots and we support the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes, you know, you, you've served. You've been in the military. We both have served. Democracy requires care and feeding. And the fact that the U.S., the United States of America, has always stood up for those countries that have tried to develop a democratic way of life. So I don't see us stopping that now. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't see the U.S. stopping that now. So they're going to support Ukraine because they are trying to uh, maintain a democratic way of life. That's what the people want. They do not want to be told what to do, when to do it, whatnot. Just like a lot of people in our country every day are swearing up and down that their freedoms are being taken away. Right. And, and, and this dark cloud that I mentioned that's hanging over the world, that's part of it. People here in this country, every day, they're on the TV. Our freedoms are being taken away. Well, here these people are. They're willing to die for their freedom because they don't want somebody telling them what to do. But we got idiots here in this country, man, that that don't get it. And yeah. they continuously spread this crap that just because someone asks you to wear a mask or take a shot or do this or do that, somehow they're taking your freedom away. But it's okay for you to infringe on other people's freedoms. Right, right, right. You know, and I, I'm sick of it, man. I'm just totally sad. I told my wife today, this dark cloud, it encompasses so much foolishness that's going on in the world. It drags you down. Right. And so the U.S. and Great Britain and Germany and France and a lot of other sovereign nations in Europe, they're not going to stand by idly and allow Putin to take over this country, which he feels he has a right to, these people want to live a democratic way of life. So that is why people should care. Democracy is worth maintaining. And you said, man, a lot of these talking head idiots, man, they they don't get it. I, I wonder what civics class they skipped that day to not understand a lot of this stuff. Well, you know, they get it. They get it. All they want to do is to say anything that does not give any props or positive anointing, I would say, to Joe Biden. Yep. Whatever he says, you have to do the opposite. Yep. So if he is for democracy, we have to support dictatorship. That's that's, that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, that's yeah. exactly why is it why is it that disloyal why is it disloyal to side with Russia? You know why, Tucker? Because they're communists. Because yeah. <laughs> they don't believe in democracy. Right. What do we have in our country? We have a democratic government. Russia yeah. doesn't believe in democracy. That's why it's disloyal. If you're out there supporting Vladimir Putin and the Russians are running his stupid ass quotes on their TV, they're using him like a used condom. <laughs> they're, wow. they're, they're spewing that stuff in his face. Yep. Yep. Making, the Russians don't like you, Tucker. They don't like any of you guys because you represent a country that is democratic. Right. And by you right. saying that it is not disloyal to support Vladimir Putin or we don't care about Ukraine. That's just horse shit. Yeah. And, and, and on top of that, Cheeto Jesus, the orange man, <laughs> Agent Orange, you know, when 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 Putin went in to, to take the eastern part of 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 uh, Ukraine, he says, This is genius. Yeah. Putin declared a big portion of Ukraine, of Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Putin declares it independent, independent. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? And I, and I think he mentioned something too, but like, wow, 
that's what we need to do that on the southern border or some foolishness <laughs> really to the southern border. I'm like, what? You, you got to what? Invade Mexico or something? I mean, these people are idiots, man. They're yeah. idiots. And the fact they don't get it is that you can do that in America. You can get on TV and on the radio and spout a bunch of lies and foolishness. Why? Because we're a democratic society and everyone has that freedom of speech. You can't do that. I guarantee you wouldn't be doing that in Russia or Hell China no. or North Korea. Nope. And that that's what these people like. You you live. We got issues. Absolutely. But you live in the greatest country on the planet. And every day you snub your nose at democracy because your current president happens to believe in that. And a lot of other people who are, quote, the true leaders in this country, they believe in democracy. Some of those people who truly believe in democracy, they are on the Republican side of the House. There are some, yes, that do believe in democracy. Yep. But you got too many of these idiots running around, spouting their mouths off, saying stupid ass shit that do truly do not care about the fact that democracy has worked for so long and for whatever reason – they want to tear it down. I don't get it. Yep, 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 yep. I don't get it. Yep. And, and you know, I, I don't post a bunch of stuff on Facebook. I mean, I don't. And if I post something political, I'm pissed off about, about it. This looks like January 6th. I was pissed. And for 14 days after January the 6th, I was on Agent Orange's ass, okay? And less than an hour ago, I heard some other bull crap that Mike Pence has jumped on the bandwagon of of saying that the United States shouldn't be in Ukraine. He's such a pussy. He's (laughs) such a punk. So that just, you know, he's from Indiana. It, it's just disturbing. Yeah, so I, I posted, yeah. I posted, and I basically said, you'd rather side with a foreign dictator over an American president? Yep. I'm sure Ronald Reagan is rolling over in his grave. Just go ahead and start a new radical party because you don't resemble the Republicans that I've known. Nope. And then I put in quotes, hypocrites. Yep. No, that Just, was that was yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I I don't know what's come over these people, man. That that you you don't you you'd rather side with with some guy who is clearly he's already meddled in your election. Yep. You know, he's meddled in your election. He's done all kind of underhanded crap. His regime has done a lot of underhanded crap around the world that you clearly know to be true, and yet you can't support your own president. You'd rather side with this guy. And it just, it it, it reeks of, um, I don't know, man. I, it just, it reeks. Let's put it yeah. that way. It reeks that uh, our so, some of our so-called leaders are that, have no spine to stand up for what they clearly know is right. They know what is right. Like you say, man, they just they they got to bow down to uh, Orange Julius Caesar and, uh, you know, do do what he thinks he wants them to do instead of doing what they know is right. Well, you know, I I kind of get that, but it's it's greater than Orange Julius Caesar because people like Hannity Hannity actually kind of come out and said that he doesn't like the Russians. Okay. But Tucker Carlson, you know, that fool is only out for ratings. The 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 crazier you can get, the more people love him. And that's what yeah. that's that's why in my little Facebook page uh post, I said you may as well start a new radical party because those are the type of people that follow him. Yep. They're the crazies. They're not Republicans. They're nope. not. No. Nope. You know, they claim to be Republicans, but there's there's I've said this a hundred times in our broadcast. They aren't happy unless they hate something or somebody. 
Okay. I mean, if you go back and look at January 6th, who are the people there that was uh, attacking it? There weren't very many Democrats there. Nope. There weren't very many Black Lives Matter there. Nope. They wanted you to think there were. They they wanted to think you were there. there. (laughs) Antifa and and And, Black Lives Matter. That's who they wanted you to think were there. I mean, just just go back to last August in in D.C. 250,000 people were in Washington, D.C. for a march. Okay? Mostly Black Lives Matter. And there wasn't chaos that broke out. They didn't try to go and attack the Capitol because of Black Lives Matter. No. Hell, they couldn't even bring water bottles to the to the nope. um to the uh speech. Nope. They couldn't bring flagpoles, they couldn't bring water bottles, they couldn't bring backpacks, they couldn't bring any damn thing. But yet on January 6th, these people could bring any damn thing they wanted because, you know, those black people, you know, they're going to be outraged and they may start a riot. So we can't give them any opportunity to throw bottles at people or to throw right. rocks at right. people, anything like that. But January 6th, oh, they're, you know, they're just good white people. You know, they're, they're OK. You know, they can bring anything they want as long as they're they're supposed to be peaceful. They brought every damn weapon that you can imagine mm-hmm. because they assume they assume that these wholesome, conservative, God-fearing, law-abiding white citizens wouldn't do anything like that. Oh, no, they wouldn't attack our capital. Absolutely not. They wouldn't go in and try to hang the vice president of the United States. They really would never think about trying to change the ballots. They wouldn't try to change the electoral college voting. They wouldn't do any of that because they're white people. White people don't do that. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. Maybe. Yeah, it's sad, man. It, it, like I say, man, it's a cloud. It's just it hangs over you every day, and it, it's 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 everything that's going on in the world, and a lot of it is right here in the good old U.S. of A. And uh, it's 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 just disheartening yeah. to to read and and listen to what's going on every read? day. You're talking about reading books. Books that they want to ban? Yeah, they want to ban books. You better, better, better grab what books you can, man. Really? They, they want to shut that down. And they want to shut. Oh, man. They want teachers, the people to rat out teachers, and and I mean it, it's it's ridiculous, man, that this country has fallen to the depths that it has. Only mm-hmm. and, and you know what? What do they always say? A few people are spoiling it for everyone. Yeah. A few people. A few. A few idiots are spoiling it. For everybody. Let's put the blame where it should be. A few people, white Republicans. Yep. Well, so-called, let's just say white radical Mm -hmm. Republicans and their state legislators are the cause for all this crap. Yep. And they're trying to blame it on critical race theory and all that bullshit yeah they're trying to they're trying to change history yep and you know know, the world the world the world knows the history of america the world knows so you can try to whitewash it all you want but the world knows the history of america and because they just do They, they read a lot more and they study and so they know when you get a chance, Wayne, look up artist Jonathan Harris. Do you know about him? Jonathan Harris. You just mentioned the word whitewash. Yes. And Jonathan Harris, I just bought one of his prints. Okay. And it shows the whitewashing of American history. This is a great print. And so oh. anybody out there, look up Jonathan okay. Her- Harris. Okay. Upcoming uh, artist. He's got some fantastic artwork. Okay, I'll check him out. Check check out check out his um, check out his uh, his uh, painting 
I, I think it's called whitewashing or critical race or something like that. It's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. I, it's so good. I bought a print. It should be coming to the house uh, in April. Okay. All right. He sold out a bunch of them, but I got a print that's coming. Okay. I'll check it out, man. Yep. 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 But anyway, let's go ahead and segue. We've uh, segue. talked about that before, and um, let's move to our next topic of discussion. And I think you said that was um, uh, Juwan Howard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk huh. about uh, Coach Howard. Coach Howard. Coach Howard. Um, I don't know if you probably didn't, didn't see the game Saturday. I saw the punches. Okay, yeah, I caught the yeah, I caught the tail end of the game. Um, it was it, you know they got beat. Michigan got beat. Uh, Wisconsin's pretty pretty good squad, but they got beat. And um, you know there was a little, uh, I guess, um, issue with how one coach was coaching his team versus what the other coach thought was fair. And uh, some words were said, and oh, and a slap in the face was provided <laughs> to an assistant coach. So, um, I'll let you kick it off, and then I'll I'll throw in my two cents. I'll let you kick it off. You you say you saw the end of it. So your your perspective on the whole thing? Yeah, there's absolutely no need for people to lay hands on one another, especially when you have young men that you are supposed to be being a positive example too. Okay? You're not showing proper sportsmanship. You know, every, anything that happened with the timeout with so many seconds to go and so on, you know, that's all part of the game. You know, there's more to it. And he, you know, Coach Howard got upset that, you know, they're getting their ass kicked pretty much. And thought that he was, you know, just trying to stick a little knife in him and turn the knife a little bit. And so he didn't take kindly to it. And so, you know, words were said between him and the coach and somebody put their fingers in somebody's chest. And, you know, those things happen. And then a half punch slap type deal took place. And then the players got into it. And, you know, we had to pull them apart. It's kind of like the situation that happened up in um, at the, the Pacers in the uh, palace. At the, what is it? The, the, yeah, the brawl the at the palace, palace or whatever. The, the palace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of like that. And, um, you know, um, Jawan Howard was suspended, you know, uh, for five games. Now, here's the here's. The, the rub that's going to happen. And I don't know if it's happened or not because I really don't watch a lot of basketball highlights and stuff like that. But since he was part of the Fab Five and in the um, early, gosh, I think it was the late, early 90s maybe? Yep, yep, early 90s. Early 90s. And Michigan, you know, they won the national championship and people hated them because, you know, they were the first college basketball team to wear long pants, yep. long shorts. Long baggy shorts, yep. They were the first <laughs> ones. And people hated them because, you know, everybody wore what everybody had wore before. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, you know their um, uniform bottoms was halfway up their thighs. Yep. And, you know, the Fab Five, you know, they started a trend. They started something different. Now everybody wears that. Okay. The so they now, hate yeah. and they called on thugs, you know, mm-hmm. and so on because they were kicking everybody's ass, you know, and they played hard, didn't care, you know, back in the, that time period, everybody played hard, you yep. know, in, in, in the NBA, you go into the middle of the lane, you're going to get jacked. That's right. Okay, it wasn't no hand checking. It was body checking. It was elbow checking. It was fist <laughs> checking. That's how the game was played. And so by him doing that, you know, throwing a punch or slap or whatever he did, you know, they're always going to bring up, oh, yeah, that's what Michigan does. You know, you got a thug like him. 
you know, that's 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 running the program now. It's going to go downhill and all that kind of stuff, you know. So um, once again, as, a, as I started this segue is with, you know, sportsmanship is what we try to build among young men. And he, your emotions got his emotions got caught up and that punch he'll never be able to take back. You know, nope. those nope. those teams fighting, he's never never gonna get that back. It's just gonna ruin the reputation of Michigan and and so on. So yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunate that it happened and it yeah. should never happen again. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, they uh, – and I think someone mentioned that on one of the talk shows the other day that uh, somebody's going to bring up the Fab Five. You know, it, it, that's just how it is. Um, and you said the trend. They also wore black socks with their sneakers too. They wore yeah. the baggy shorts and they wore black socks. So, and it was akin to uh, the hatred that people felt for that Michigan team is what they felt for Georgetown when John Thompson yep. was, was running the ship. People yep. thought the, the Hoyas were thugs. You know, Patrick Ewing was, they called them all kind of names. And Thompson had a bunch of thugs, but they were kicking people's ass. And people didn't like that. It was the same thing with the Fab Five. But um, my thing was, I, and I saw it, um, we've all played hoops, man. And there's an unwritten rule that the game's over, man. The game yeah. is over. You're up by 15 points. What are you calling a timeout for? Okay. Yeah. That yeah, pissed you on that. off. That, that's an unwritten rule. The game's over. Let the clock run out. You don't shoot at the basket. The clock, Dribble the ball out. Those are unwritten rules of the game. So he took offense to that. I don't, I, that part I get. And yep. he was trying to walk away from the guy till the guy put his hands on him. Yep. And that's what started it. That's what instigated it. So it just went downhill from there. It's unfortunate, man. Uh, but I, I felt in a way he was trying to stand up for his players. Um, oh, yeah. And that's what coaches do. You've been a coach. I've coached. I was in a scenario one time. I was coaching these kids and it was a youth youth league. It was a, I was actually coaching at a school. It was a uh, Catholic school and I was the basketball coach at this Catholic school here in town. And it was uh, the kids were in the fifth and sixth grade and we played in this league. It was the Catholic uh, Youth Basketball League. And my kids were not that great. You know, a lot of them had never touched a basketball. The school wanted to have a team. So they they put together a team to play in this league. And a lot of them couldn't dribble the ball up the court. It was they just learned how to play. So we played this team one night. And I knew the guy who was the coach because we played ball in the gym at, at the base all the time. And he had his guys pressing my team <laughs> and my team. could they, they couldn't get the ball over half court. Why? They weren't skilled enough to. Right. So I called timeout and I told the ref, I said, ref, look. And I explained him what, what was going on with my kids. I said, either he stops pressing or I'm taking my kids off the floor. We we're not playing anymore. I'm not going to have my kids embarrassed. OK, they're they're learning how to play the game. And this guy's pressing my kids. So he went and talked to the coach and he he backed off. But I think sometimes as a coach, you have to stand up for your kids so they aren't embarrassed. You know, that that's I think Juwan in a way was sort of doing that. The game's over. What are you calling time out for? You beat us, you know, so. It is what it is. Uh, like you say, it's something he'll probably never be able to take back. Uh, he's suspended for five games. Um, I don't know about you, man. Here's another thing. I don't like the shaking hands at the end of the game. I don't like <laughs> that. I think the coaches should. But as a player, you, you, the game's over. Let's go yeah. to the locker room. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to shake your hand. Yeah. You know, coaches. Somebody's yeah. going to be pissed off and, you know, things can get out of hand because I, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I agree with that. They started this, man, where it's like. Hey, we step on the court. There ain't no friendship here. You step on the court to feel there ain't no friendship here. When the game is over, that's it. Coaches, you can shake hands. 
Right. We're going back to the locker room, man. There's to me, there's too much kumbaya in sports now, man. I just, and that's maybe being too old school, I guess. But, uh, and a lot of coaches have come out and said, yeah, you know, maybe we should get rid of the handshake line. I think Patrick Ewing came out today and said, let's do away with it. Yeah. So uh, we'll see, man. But I, I felt bad for Juwan. I was afraid he was going to get fired. I'm glad that he didn't, um, because I think. He's a good guy. I think what regardless of what people think, I think he's a good guy and uh, he, he deserves that opportunity to keep coaching that team. But it's something that, uh, you know, he it's going to follow him from this point forward. He's apologized to people, to uh, the team and to the to the Wisconsin staff or whatnot. But it's something that, you know, now that's something else people can bring up all the time. So, yeah, no, nobody's going to ever forget Bobby Knight throwing a chair across. The no, <laughs> Bobby Knight throwing chairs, <laughs> grabbing people in the collar and all kind of stuff. <laughs> right, we talked about it once on the podcast. John Chaney, he was going to kill Calipari one night <laughs> in a press conference. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know? So tempers flare, man, in the heat of battle. Yeah. But I think just me being old school, it's like, dude, you knew, I, in my mind, you knew good and well. You're up by 15 points. What are you calling a timeout for? Let the clock run out. Yeah. Won the game. And Jawan took offense to that because he's old school, man. It's unwritten rules of the game. And so, you know, it's unfortunate what happened, but uh, I think that had a lot to do with it. And he didn't want to talk to the guy. He tried to go by the guy like, look, man, let's, I'm, I'm ready to leave the arena. And you touched me. Yeah. Now, okay, it's on. Yeah. So, unfortunate. It's, but, that's uh, one it thing is you don't do to black folks. That's right, man. You, you, you don't we, put we, your we don't, hands on them. Right. We don't like to be touched. Especially I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially I don't know you, you know, so. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. And hopefully he'll he's already said, you know, hey, he'll learn from it. And uh, fortunately, he'll be back on the bench uh, when the Big Ten tournament starts. So uh, but unfortunate incident. And, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. It is, what, is the tournament in Indy this year? It has been in Indy for the past for many, many years. OK. okay. Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Uh, is, 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 it, is it there again this year? I, it may be. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I don't go downtown with all those crazy COVID people. Yeah, Big you know. Ten tournament. Yeah, it's getting it's getting close to that time of the year. March Madness is right around the corner. So. Oh yeah, sure is. Right around the corner. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's been the big sports story uh, for the most part this week. And uh, unfortunate incident happened, but it did. And you know, now I think people will move on. But it's something that people are going to bring up um, with him probably from now till till doomsday, man. So that's how it is for black coaches. You know. Yep. 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 I'm going to slide something in. Slide it in, man. Big, big sports story. Slide it in. I didn't go to the Daytona 500, but I watched it here in Indy. And Bubba Wallace was about three feet short from winning it. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what yes, I heard. You know, that's, that's what I second, heard. Second time coming in second. But uh, if he had a full car, if he had, didn't have a right front fender, I think he would have won it. But yeah, anyway, that's yeah. just a side wow. note. I thought I'd throw that in there. Wow! Wow! Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm. I'm hoping he's gonna win one here soon for team. Uh, he's right. He's he's driving for uh, Jordan's team. Yep. You know, drives the twenty three car. So uh, it's all good, man. I, I heard he was close to winning. I'm like, dang, man, it would have been nice if he'd have won. So yeah, it was. It was. It was so close. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. But anyway. All right. All right. So uh, let's segue to our next couple of topics. We're going to combine these into one topic, I believe. We're going to talk a criminal justice issue, and that is the sentencing of Kim Potter this week for the the uh, the killing of Mr. Dante Wright, and then the three gentlemen who killed Ahmaud Aubrey. They were sentenced uh, for federal hate crimes against Mr. Aubrey. Um, the the let's start with the three gentlemen uh, involved in the Ahmad Aubrey case. Uh, they had already been convicted of murder uh, for you know willfully you know hunting him down and shooting him all because they thought he was suspicious and he was you know robbing a house and some other foolishness and all he was doing was jogging through the neighborhood. So they had already been sentenced for that, but federal hate crime charges were brought against him against them, um, which 
the court also said, you know, hey, you 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 chased this guy down and you pursued him because the color of his skin and you violated his civil rights. And so I was glad to see they were sentenced again. You know, uh, enough of this foolishness, man, with, uh, you know, how black people are being treated in the criminal justice system. Um, and before I throw it over to you, there's another case we ought to throw in here. And that was the young man in the mall in New Jersey. Mm hmm. The two kids were fighting in the mall. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw that or not. Yep. And the police automatically tackled the young black kid, threw him to the ground, and really didn't do anything to the white kid who they came out after the fact said, oh, he's Latino. That's what that somehow makes it okay, you know. But you automatically went to the black kid and threw him to the ground, cuffed him, and the lady got her hand got his her knee on his neck. You know? So um, just appalling, man. And and black people are tired, man. We, we're tired of seeing this day after day after day, the way the criminal justice system treats black folks, law enforcement, how they treat black folks. Um, Kim Potter, she was sentenced for killing Dante Wright. She got an extremely light sentence. That pisses you off. Uh, so I, I was mad all week, man. I started with with her, I was mad. And then I see the kid in the mall getting getting tackled by the by the cops. And it's like, what? You automatically went to the black kid? I I don't get it. So your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. I, the thing with with Kim Potter is the thing that pissed me off about it was the judge. Yep. The, Absolutely. The fucking judge is crying. Yep. What the fuck is you crying for? Right. You're the judge. Right. You're supposed okay. to be impartial. <laughs> yeah, supposed to be impartial. Oh, she, she really suffered. Yeah, she suffered. She's sad that she's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Now, she should have known the, uh, the the difference between a gun and a taser. You you killed the man. That's right. And you're going to get 26 months? Yep. And most of that time has already been taken off because of being in in jail now? Yep, time served. Time served, really? You gotta yep. be kidding. And a and a thousand dollar fine. And a thousand dollar fine. And here, this young man who had a child that was less than a year old, who's the child's never gonna know who his dad is, probably because he probably won't remember him. Nope. And that child is gonna until he gets becomes eighteen year old is not gonna have uh, a parental support from his father. Nope. And she gets charged a thousand dollars. Yep. Shit, she yeah. should pay for the kid's education. Absolutely. She should pay uh, uh, whatever he would make from that time, eighteen years from now. If he, even if he had just had uh, 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 a a job that paid fifteen dollars an hour, right, right, seven days a week for eighteen for eighteen years. That's the minimums that she should have paid. You know, 365 days, you know, 40 hours of 40 hours a week for 18 years. That should yep. be a minimum because that that would help that kid. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the mom was upset. I mean, I, I would have been upset as well. Yeah. You know? But that, you know, like you say, the judge was crying. You know, she's crying. You're supposed to be impartial. And she says, well, you know, you got to understand how. Uh, Officer Potter feels, but you you don't have any sympathy for this guy's mother. Yes, I mean you don't have any sympathy. Well, how do you think she feels? It it was sad, man. It was a sad demonstration of of the criminal justice system. Watching that foolishness. Yep. 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 I know. So, and and, and it's we already know it's going to happen again. We already know that it's going to happen again. Um. So we're, we're, we we know in the black community that somebody's going to do something else stupid and uh, some young black man is going to end up dead because of something that some cop has done. And here we are again. We're going to be right back here talking about it again. Yeah. So on one hand, justice was served. On the other hand, justice was made a mockery of uh, and primarily because of that judge, as you said. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I. 
I don't. Yeah, she, she, she pissed. I mean, yeah, I'm watching it, man. She, I'm like, I can't believe this. You're crying. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, like Tom Hanks said in the League of Their Own, there ain't no crying in court. <laughs> There's no crying in court. <laughs> You're the judge. You know, and, and the lady who, uh, the lady who shot the uh, the cop who shot the young man down in was it Dallas? She went into his apartment thing and was hers oh. and shot him. And that judge was was like sympathetic to her, came off the bench and gave her a Bible and put her hand. I'm like, are you shitting me? I mean, it, it's man, I, I, I don't know. I won't get riled up about it, but it, it, we, <laughs> we know it's going to happen again, that yeah. uh, some some young black man is, is going to, uh, you know, end up losing their life because of an encounter with law enforcement that all too often turns bad when we're involved so we, if there's we any know if, if there's any bright thing to this is that kim potter was found guilty by a mostly white jury okay mm-hmm. the sentencing didn't sentencing sucked yep but she was found guilty just like the ahmad albury albury three those three uh good old boys that were um, lost their civil suit, yep. and, and uh, yesterday, yesterday was found guilty of federal hate crimes. And yep. so, you know, not only are they going to, you know, spend the rest of their lives in jail, they better spend the rest of their lives in jail. Oh yeah. Also, they, yeah. By um, uh, found being found guilty on federal hate crimes. Uh, as well, which is for the most part very hard to prove. But yeah. you know, in the yeah. first in the first trial, they didn't let the tapes of them, you know, saying racist stuff yeah. about about Ahmaud Arbery and so on. They didn't allow that to be right. in his evidence. Right. But the federal crowd, the federal trial, they did. Yeah. And the jury found them guilty as, yeah. as well. So, yeah. So my my thing is like, OK, you're, you're going to have this trial. But in my view, you've already violated this guy's civil rights. He's yep. minding his own business. He's jogging in the neighborhood. He just happened to stop, as we've all done, and looked at a house under construction, whatever. And he's on his way. So to me, you already violated his civil rights. You know, you you, yep. you took it upon yourself to to uh, to make the determination that this guy has no right to be where he is, and you killed him, so you violated his civil rights. All right, so let's lock your ass up and throw away the key. We don't have to hear from you anymore. So yeah, move yeah. on. So all right, um, our last topic of the night. Back to sports. And uh, I know you weren't up on this. I think you probably said you, you don't watch anymore, but I did because I'm <laughs> a sucker. Uh, I watched all the NBA All-Star uh, festivities this past weekend. And uh, the game was fantastic, even though the score was, I think, 165 to 163, <laughs> you know. And the game is primarily played for charity now, but that that's a lot of points scored. Um, it's not like it was back in the old days. The format has changed, whatnot. But I did watch the festivities because I, you know, I like to tune in and watch the entertainment aspect. Uh, but um, the thing that I was disappointed with was the slam dunk contest. Uh, I was it, to me, it was trash. It, it was one of the worst slam dunk contests. I've ever seen since I started watching it back when Dr. J was was involved in it, the very first one. It, it was trash. And a how lot so? of people. What was that now? How, how so? I didn't watch any of it. Guys were missing dunks. It took them five or six tries to do a dunk. They were trying to do stuff that clearly wasn't working. And people were just like, what? Get, get these guys out of here. man!" <laughs> it, was, it was a joke. And the most exciting event they have now, in my opinion, is three-point shooting contest. Yeah, well, hell, everybody, the, the, the aims changed to three-point right. shooting anyway. Right. Now you got seven-footers shooting three-pointers, and Carl uh, Anthony Towns won the contest. He's a big man. He's almost he's seven foot. He won the three-point shooting contest. Did he beat Steph Curry? 
Steph wasn't in it this year. Oh, yeah, Steph wasn't in it this year. So we'll talk about Steph. He had his own three-point shooting. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> he went off. He went off. That that boy is, man, he was hitting threes from everywhere, you know. But Carl Anthony Towns won the three-point shooting contest. So people were really excited about that. That that a big guy, big guys now they they can shoot, man. It's not these little guys yanking up these threes. It's a lot of big guys can shoot now. That's how the game has progressed. Because and, lazy, don't have to go. No one plays underneath the basket. Everybody no. just stays out by the three point area. Right, right. The, right. the game has become gonna... a perimeter game now. There's hardly any post play anymore. Yeah. And so it it was fun, but the the slam dunk contest was trash. It was trash. <laughs> So I'm like, I actually turned it away while I was like, this is a joke, man, you know. So hopefully they're going to make some improvements. My view is you need to either improve it, but the but the the mega guys, the mega star superstars who are really good, they don't want to get in it for some reason. So you have you have these guys, yeah, they can dunk, but Probably they're not the good. prolific dunkers yeah. in the league, and these guys don't want to get in it for some reason. Yeah, I mean they they're afraid, they're scared. Right. So, I mean, it's I don't know. It, it, again, the game has changed. The way people approach the game has changed. They had they also during halftime, uh, they brought out the top 75. It's, this is the 75th year of the NBA. So they brought out the top 75 players in the history of the NBA up to this point. So you had a lot of the old guys were there. Yeah. Uh, Bob Cousy, Bob Pettit. Um, gosh, Jerry West was there. Um, and then, you know, some of the modern guys were, were included in the top 75. Dennis Rodman was one of those. Uh, Scotty Pippen, Jordan, of course, was there. Isaiah Thomas, Dominique Wilkins was in it. There were a lot of guys I felt should have been on the list. They were not. And so that, that was the big talk on Monday. Like, man, how come this guy wasn't on the list? And why was this guy on there? Yeah. You know, uh, so that 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 was cool. But it was cool to see a lot of those guys that we watched on the Sunday tape delay games back in the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys are still around. And it was sad that a lot of guys had passed. Uh, Kobe was part of that list and he was not there. Yeah. So yeah. that that was sad that uh, that he was not uh, not there to, to get that honor. But his wife was there, um, stood in for him in his place. Uh, but all in all, you know, it's entertainment, man. It's yeah. the NBA is an entertainment thing. Now, uh, they're sort of like, um, everything now revolves around hip hop. Um, so the NBA has, has married itself to the hip hop generation. Uh, so I don't know how long that's going to be sustainable. Uh, cause you know, that, that a lot of white fans, I know they don't like a lot of the music that's played in the arenas and, and what's going on with that type of thing. So, but it's entertainment and, uh, it's changed, man. It's not what it was when we were watching it back in the day, but, uh, you know, back it was fun. Defense? Well, now back when they played defense, yeah, back when they played defense. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. think you were saying that most of the Everything's gone to charities and so on. Yeah, the game is played for charity. They had two played charities. For charity because, yeah. you know, this is just me thinking out loud. It's played for charity because those guys don't want to play. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to play defense because, you know, somebody may get hurt. So all they do to me, like I said, I didn't watch any of the game. I watched some of the highlights on yeah. Sports Center. Sports yeah. Center is really good for people that that are like me. It's <laughs> not sit and watch two hours of entertainment because yeah. it wasn't really to me. It really wasn't a game. No, no. Because you know? if it was a game, as we played games, we played defense. Yeah, we played to win, but yeah. it was we had more pride than okay. We don't have to really do a bunch. We're going to get a big payday and we're going to work for charity, which is all good. But to me, the charity thing, just just me, maybe I'm just too old school. It's, it's just the charity thing is an excuse not really to play hard. Yeah. And it's like you say, man, it uh, 
you know, a lot of guys, they don't want to get hurt. Um, so, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I remember a lot of the old all-star games. It was, it was, you know, it was some pride in, in like, we don't want to get beat, you know, we the Eastern conference, Western, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Teams wore their, you know, you wore your jersey with your name on the back yep. of it. And now yep. there's so many sponsors and stuff involved. It, it's really changed. That's like the Pro Bowl football. Yeah. You know, yeah. they hardly even tackle anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think people were pissed. Pro, just, just name a Pro Bowl team and the hell with it. Yeah. Pe- people were pissed about that. Like, you know, the, the exhibition that was the Pro Bowl, people were upset. Like, what? This was a game? You know, so the the All Star Game is getting the same way, and it's I think it's a lot of these All Star games. The baseball they have the, the highlight is the home run derby. Who who can hit the him? How many balls out of the stadium? That's that's what it's turned into. Uh, and baseball is losing a lot of its popularity anyway. So, uh, but it was entertainment, man. I found it fun. The only thing I just was disgusted with was the slam dunk contest. And you had a lot of the the, the guys who who were known for throwing it down back. Back in the day were in attendance and and they were like what i mean the, some of the scores they were giving these guys was, was like yeah they deserve that score because they didn't do anything you know they didn't do anything so i said after it was over it's like you know either change the format or get rid of it and my thing is you know bring in some guys from across the country and a lot of you know a lot of guys on the street, man. There's some guys you know walking the street right now that can probably dunk as good or better than a lot of these guys in the pros. That's a good point. And so bring some of these guys in and 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 put pit them against a pro player and and maybe put some prize money up or something like that and have these guys go against. There used to be a show. There used to be a show called. It came on. It was who was the best dunker in America or something like that. It was it was a cool show. And these guys would compete all across the country, man. And uh, that's what they need. Because right now the slam dunk contest, it, it, it's dead. Because the, the the top guys do not want to get in it like they did back in the day. So either improve it or get rid of it and just stick to the other events that seem to draw a lot more attention. So so yeah. that's that's where I, where I left it. Uh, before I kind of our- like that idea, man. Just just. Take the pros out of it altogether. Yeah, yeah. And then it's it's sort of like, um, you know, um, the best dunker wins, and 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 give them some money. Right, and right, and maybe have a team sponsor them. You know, so maybe the Lakers are going to sponsor this guy. This guy's from from SoCal. The Lakers are going to sponsor him, or something to that effect. But get some new blood in there, because what's happening right now, it, it, it ain't working. It's not working. So. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it was, if you would have watched it, it was a sad spectacle. It was sad, man. I mean, just, just imagine when we were coming through, if they would allow Daryl Griffith to enter the NBA dunk contest when, contest when he was a, uh, junior in high school, when we played yeah. male, uh, yeah. in the yeah. state, uh, final in the, uh, sweet 16. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he would have been able to brought, brought the, bring the house down, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's 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 a route. You know, no, just leave the NBA players out yeah. of. Yeah. Just leave it say, out hey, of them. Yeah. Here's here's twenty. Uh, here's two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. For the person that wins it. Right. And you right. you you know whoever came in second gets seventy five, and whoever came yeah. in third gets yeah. fifty, and so on. Yeah. And I know there's some guys would love to do that. They would love to do that, man. Um, and you see some of these guys on YouTube, um, you know, some of the dunks they be throwing down. It's like, how the hell did this guy do that, man? Yeah. And uh, I mean, how, I, how many different ways can you dunk it since they they've created the dunk contest? I mean, wow, man. some of these guys, man, they whew, they had a guy on the day. Uh, Stephen A had this guy on. He jumped from the side. He jumped from the side. He he looked about maybe six two. He jumped from the side. He jumped in the air, spun around. He spun around in the air, and he hadn't even got to the rim yet. But he spun around in the air and dunked the ball with his left hand as he was coming out of the spin. <laughs> I mean, but his head was level with the rim. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how high he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how high he was. And it's like, dang, how did he do that? <laughs> you know? 
So there's a lot of yeah, a lot of creativity out there, man. That's what they need. And right now it, it's suffering, man, because a lot of the major guys who who could do it, they don't want to get in it. So get get rid of it. Get rid of it or reform it. That that's my thing. Because okay. I think it, it is fun to watch, but you you gotta you gotta put some quality people in there that are gonna bring the house down and have people getting into it. Because Saturday, it was like it was dead. It was a funeral, man. It was dead. <laughs> it was dead. So that that's where I that's where I planned leaving it, my friend. Um, you know, it was entertaining. The weekend was entertaining. I got my laughs, got my kicks, and uh and uh, that was it for this year. And it was cool to see the, the top 75. So that's what I was looking forward to the most was seeing the top 75 guys uh, in person. A lot of them had passed, like I said, but the majority of them were there. And it was cool to see a lot of those guys, man. It's cool hmm. to see. Okay. Well, all right, my brother. We're going to wrap this uh, version uh, 2.0 up. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just like to say that, you know, we we appreciate people that are following us and that tunes in every now and then. If there's topics that you would like to uh, us to discuss, please let us know. Facebook or website. I mean, we don't have a website, but we have Facebook. Facebook uh, yeah. You can uh, contact us uh, and we'll be lo- we'd love to um, have you on. And uh, have you offer your opinions? And uh, as I as I go through this, I say once again, this is an uh, an election year, so make sure you get somebody out, take somebody to the polls, make sure they get registered, so that we can prevent all the shenanigans. And be prepared to uh, bring a lunch and some extra water, stand in line, so you can you can uh, exercise your democratic democratic. Uh, right to vote, unlike what's going on in Ukraine, where they don't have their democracy is under attack now. Absolutely, man. Full on. Full on. They they do not want people to, uh, they don't want to make it easier for people to vote. And I think they're hoping that people get discouraged and they don't vote. But we got to stay the course uh, because we cannot allow a lot of these crazy ass people uh, to to be the ones making the decisions for the majority of the people of this country, all these foolish ideas they've got. So please take someone to the polls. The midterms are coming up here soon, so we got to be ready. Got to be ready. Yes, sir. All right, then. Um, once again, uh, we're glad that you tuned in. And uh, we're going to say it the way we see it. And as we put our parting shots together, following the old baseball analogy, like three strikes, we're out. out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.